Stampede. Garner is at number 135, recorded 4 17 2022. Is America vulnerable to being attacked? Well, I would say yes. And there are lots of reasons for that. 2001's 9-11 attack on New York City isn't the last attack on this country. We've told the rest of the world how great America is and how our standard of living should be emulated. Well, The truth of the matter is, the rest of the world has been seeing how things have been working out in this country. And it isn't our stadiums filled with athletic events or how Americans are told to buy more of everything or that our modern monetary theory says our government can print as much money as it likes. No, other people around the world are seeing that something is wrong. And some Americans are beginning to sense it as well. The politicians and the propagandists that come on the news each night 
keep telling us everything is getting back to normal, that the pandemic of the COVID virus is now something we'll have to live with, that it isn't a pandemic anymore. No, it's endemic, a part of our everyday life. The truth of who we are as a people isn't being told that we're safe, that everything is all right. Putin believes he has a good reason to use military force to invade Ukraine. But Americans aren't permitted to see what has driven him to cross into that country. No, if Putin feels Russia is being threatened and pushed into a corner, he'll retaliate. And it won't be just Ukraine. No, the world has been watching and it's becoming clear America doesn't have the strength to conduct a war with Russia, or for that matter, China, or any third world nation that is hostile to our foreign policies or our social norms. We're vulnerable to an attack on American soil. The days of thinking we're immune from attacks because we have powerful weapons may not work anymore. That we can find support with other nations to help us against anyone who would harm us. Neither of those defense policies will work anymore. Other nations as well have powerful weapons. And to be truthful about nuclear deterrence, it doesn't take a hypersonic missile with 
multiple nuclear warheads to be launched against us. No, weapons of mass destruction can be brought into this country by a hundred different ways. And talk about our allies standing up, helping to protect us. Well, that may not work either, because our allies see how America doesn't have policies or resources that can be to their benefit. Russia can supply all of Western Europe with the oil and gas it needs. So why would they come to defend us from a country that supplies them with their energy needs? And China already is supplying the world with commercial products that countries buy or trade with. We don't export products that the world needs because China does that already. And if you think our financial banking system can defend us against a kinetic attack, you're only deceiving yourself. You've bought into the con job, the deception that this country is as strong as it has ever been and can still tell the rest of the world how we want things done. We've an all-volunteer army, and I'm not sure they'd be willing to fight a dragged-out, down-and-dirty conflict with heavy losses, and might fold at the first hint of heavy casualties in a conflict with either Russia or China leaves us unable to determine what we've been living with for more than 50 years. Other countries have seen what has been happening in America, and they don't feel comfortable supporting America's leadership. We believe we were safe because we have strong weapons, but that's not the strength we should have been relying on.
we've allowed our military to convince us of what our Army, Navy, or Air Force wanted. In the past, during peacetime, our military was infrequently called upon to be seen except for occasions where veterans from past wars would put on their colors, parade on patriotic days, letting us know the sacrifices they endured. Otherwise, our military was limited to being seen except in Hollywood renditions of brave soldiers in combat. But today, they're in the forefront of everyday life and remind us of the present conflicts that are conducted by some of our government agencies, like the CIA or our NSA, America's Covert Wars. We've got special forces for nearly any occasion. We've got combat-ready personnel in nearly 800 stations around the world, and our politicians are quick to put them to use so that they can support the objectives of our government's foreign policies. And you have to ask yourself if our country will ever know peace again. Our leadership in the world shouldn't be by our military strength. No, our strength as a nation should be unspoken because it should come from a willingness to defend itself without using military force, that its people are content and find value in what they do. We should be a nation known for building forests, not a nation to build bombs to level cities. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. No, we've been convinced to protect the markets that have made us wealthy. We thought all we ever needed was more of everything. And it didn't matter how we got it. The greed was everywhere and came with our military telling us we needed more weapons to guard what we had. But nothing could last forever. We can't sustain what we've built for ourselves because the deceit, the deceptions to keep the system going weren't bringing us contentment. No, we built something that was unhealthy and dangerous.
we should realize our exceptionalism has passed and no longer exists. The world has seen the values we've been living with, and it isn't what they want. We have people who graduate from college, and they don't know how to read or write at a fifth-grade level. That doesn't produce leadership. In truth, we've sacrificed merit and achievement for social equality. It's producing a dumbing down of values. We aren't getting smarter. We're getting dumber. And it shows. We rank 30th in reading and writing skills with students in other countries. The age of stupidity has arrived. And with stupidity comes an abdication of our rights. With stupidity, people are permitted to tell you what you should think or allows them to do whatever they want. You don't really believe our government is abiding by your rights, do you? Because your phone is listened to. The emails you write are intercepted. The thoughts you think are determined to be dangerous to America's well-being. That's another reason our military has been brought forward, not just for the external threats for our keeping control of markets, but for the internal threats that expose those who have power in this country. The dumber society becomes easier to control. But if that doesn't work well enough, our military can be used to straighten out any trouble that may come along. But can America withstand a military strike against its sovereignty? Well, stupidity never posits strength. And if given the right incentives, indifference to what a threat from an external force brings can become acceptable or even welcomed. Our military strength used against Americans isn't out of the question, and either is military rule. Our government's collapse will bring a new order, a military order.
a new order is coming, and it's been building for decades. We thought for a long time America's threats were coming from countries far away, and we could defend ourselves with a strong Navy and Air Force. But we never thought anyone would attack us on our own territory. 2001 was a calling card and showed how easy it was to bring havoc and destruction with just the use of box cutters. The facts are, we don't need 14 billion, 15 billion, or 16 billion dollar aircraft carriers because I don't think they'll sail up the Mississippi River to defend this country from an internal threat. This country is internally weak, and if our government ever has to be restructured because of its historically unsustainable debt, then kinetic attacks on our sovereignty may be our future. It's a little like a guy who's told if he continues losing money in his business, he'll go bankrupt, but he refuses to listen and continues, threatening anyone who tries to close his business down. But a major military defeat on American soil could signal a need to suspend normal protocol in running this country. Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles could all be run by military rule. Curfews with soldiers posted at every major intersection. Vehicle traffic halted at night. Military rule means they control what you can and cannot do. And like at a military camp, the lights are out at night. No more late night TV. No running out to get a Big Mac at McDonald's. No nighttime shootings, because everybody will be locked up till the sun rises in the morning. And why can't that happen? It's clear the country has been running off the tracks, and severe measures will have to be instituted to get it back to normal.
This week, you heard the music from the Icelandic composer Johan Johansson. First, Pile of Dust, from the movie Mercy. Then, the composition Beast, from the movie Sicario. Followed by his work from the movie The Theory of Everything, Rowing. And then, more soundtrack from Sicario, Desert Music. And then a cut from the movie Varmints, Escape. And finally, a short cut from Cambridge, 1963, from the movie The Theory of Everything. Johansson widely used a combination of electronic composition with traditional orchestration. He died tragically at the young age of 48 from a drug overdose. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.